Fool Podcast. I'm Bob Bales, and today we're going to tell you about a small Texas town that played a big part in Texas history. So stay tuned. You know, a lot of people have heard about the Alamo, the famous site in Texas where in 1836 around 200 defenders withstood a 13-day siege of an estimated 4,000-man Mexican army under the command of General Santa Ana. And while everybody remembers the Alamo, few outside of Texas know about Goliad. Some might say that Goliad had as much or even more to do with the fight for Texas independence as did the Alamo. In 1749, the Spanish relocated a mission and Presidio to the northern frontier of its North American colonies. Located on the banks of the San Antonio River, the Mission and Presidio were meant to attract settlers to the area. The Mission, called Nuestra Sonora del Espiritu Santo de Zuniga, and I know I probably screwed that up, and it is a hard one to say, was established by the Spanish Crown and the Catholic Church as a way of civilizing and Christianizing the native peoples and make them Spanish citizens. The native tribes agreed to move into the mission in exchange for food, shelter, and protection. The mission remained active until 1830, when declining native tribe populations, lack of money, and political turmoil in Mexico forced it to close. From 1849 to 1856, the city of Goliad leased the mission and the area around it, and it was used as a school. Over the years, some of the stones from the mission were used by residents of the city of Goliad for building, and the site fell into disarray. By 1931, the site came under control of the State of Texas Park System, and reconstruction began. Over several years, the site was brought back to the way it was in 1749. Some of the original structure is still in place and can be seen while touring the area. In 1977, the site was placed on the National Register of Historic Places. At the same time the mission was relocated, so was the Presidio La Bahia. Throughout the Spanish colonial period, the Presidio protected the nearby mission as well as the Texas coastline. The La Bahia played a major role as a fort and was the main military post between San Antonio and the Rio Grande. Originally, the Presidio had wooden buildings and grass huts, but they were replaced by stone buildings, quarters for the troops, and a stone wall surrounding the compound with rounded limestone bastions to mount cannon, had an arsenal, and the Presidio Chapel. In later years, the Presidio La Bahia would play an important part in Texas history. The Presidio was the site of several battles over the years in Spanish Mexican, militia units, and others occupied the fort at one time or another. Soon after Texas won independence, in 1836, the Presidio was abandoned. In 1853, the Catholic Church once again became the owner of the chapel. The surrounding Presidio fell into disrepair until 1963, when a massive restoration effort began to document the site's remains and reconstruct many of the Presidio's former buildings. In 1967, the walls and many of the buildings along with the bastions have been returned to their 1836 appearance. The Presidio is both a state and national historic landmark, and today the Presidio La Bahia is open to visitors, and you can even spend the night in the guest quarters. About seven miles east of Goliad, 
Just off of Highway 59 lies the Fannin Battleground. During the War for Texas Independence, Colonel James Fannin arrived at the port town of Copano with four companies of the Georgia Battalion. Hearing of the plight of the defenders of the Alamo, Fannin responded for help and set out on the 90-mile journey to San Antonio with several hundred men, four cannon, spare muskets, and supplies. Fannin's relief effort broke down at the San Antonio River, and he, along with his men, occupied the Presidio La Bahia. Hearing of the Alamo defeat on the 6th of March, 1836, Fannin was ordered to take his men and retreat back toward the east, destroying anything they could along the way to slow down the Mexican army advance. On March 19, 1836, Fannin set out but only made it about seven miles before being confronted by the Mexican cavalry. A battle, also known as the Battle of Coleto Creek, ensued and the Mexican forces lost between 200 to 300 men, while Fannin lost seven to nine with 60 of his men being wounded. Facing increasing Mexican troops and laden with supplies and broken down wagons, Fannin surrendered the next day after he was reassured that his men would be treated as prisoners of war. The men were marched back to the Presidio La Bahia and imprisoned. On March 26, word came from General Santa Ana to the Mexican commander, General Urea, to execute Fannin and his soldiers. The next day was Palm Sunday, and all the men who could march, about 400 of them, were taken out in three columns, and once away from the Presidio, they were shot at point-blank range. Around 40 who could not march were shot inside the walls of the Presidio, and Colonel James Fannin was the last to die. About 28 of his men escaped by pretending to be dead, and a few managed to even rejoin General Sam Houston and fought at the final battle of San Jacinto. Some were saved by what's known as the Angel of Goliad, a lady of Mexican birth who found him, took him, and nursed him back to health. Fannin and his men are buried just outside the Presidio La Bahia, and a monument was erected in 1936. After the Goliad Massacre, as it was later called, battles would hear the cry of Remember the Alamo and Remember Goliad. While the defenders of the Alamo died in battle, Fannin and his men were massacred after surrendering and being given reassurances that they would be treated as prisoners of war. Today, Goliad is a town centered around ranching and farming with a population of around 2,000. The county courthouse sits on the town square, and you can stop by and look at the hanging tree. For 24 years, court was held under this large oak tree, and sentences were carried out on the spot. Estimates are that hangings numbered around the low hundreds. Today, Goliad makes for a great weekend trip with lots to see and do, both in the way of Texas history and enjoying the outdoors. You can take a trip down the Goliad Paddling Trail, a 6.6-mile stretch of the San Antonio River, starting underneath Highway 59 and finishing up at Goliad State Park. And Goliad State Park has great activities, including camping, hiking, fishing, boating, and swimming. There's a Junior Olympic swimming pool right across from the park. The Market House Museum in town features a variety of exhibits on farming and ranching, and there are displays of early Texas life, including Indian artifacts and tools, some military memorabilia from the Texas Revolution, World War I, World War II uniforms and artifacts. The Angel of Goliad Hike and Bike Trail runs along the San Antonio River for about two miles. Goliad Market Days is an open-air farmer's market selling everything from furniture to arts and crafts and is open the second Saturday of each month from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
There's also some really good restaurants in town around and close to the town square. About 15 miles south of Goliad, on U.S. Highway 183, is the South Wind Vineyard and Winery. It's located on 145 acres of beautiful ranch land, and the winery has won numerous awards for its wine since opening in 2013. It's open Monday through Friday for tasting and tours. You won't get hung in Goliad today, but you can step back into history and learn about Spanish colonial Texas and Texas independence. Goliad, Texas is located at the intersection of Highway 59 and Highway 183, about 154 miles southwest of Houston and around 91 miles southeast of San Antonio, and it makes for a great weekend trip. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Traveling Fool. Please hit the subscribe button, share the podcast, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.